Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. It is March 5th. My name's Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon. Holy cow, it's March 5th, all right? Right across from me. Yeah. What's up? Per use. Uh We got a lot to get to in this episode. We're going to talk about regression candidates, and we got a quick question to start the show. Before we jump into that, check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs on Instagram at the Fantasy Champions. Subscribe wherever you listen. Um, leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. We're actually going to try to make this the actual time that we are supposed to, you know, keep it in. Yes. Uh, so let's move into a quick question to start the show. Is it possible in 2020, in the year 2020, is it possible to stream wide receivers? So what I'll say about this is I think it's difficult. However, it is possible for a wide receiver too. Yeah. Um, looking at some of the guys last year. That's a that's a finer note to put in there, but continue. Yes. Well, it is important. You can't stream both, I think. Yeah. You'll struggle if you try that. But there were some guys like Cortland Sutton. Okay. A.J. Brown. Yep. D.J. Chark. Okay. Uh, I think there's another one I'm missing too, but those guys all finished in the top 20. Yeah. Um. And they were all available in pretty much every single waiver wire all yeah. season. Did you, you mention Devontae Parker? I did not. So t- who finished number sixth, right. I think, among wide receivers. Mm-hmm. So those are four guys right there in the top 20. So if you are, if you do draft somebody, like, God forbid, but let's say you draft Julio Jones. Allen Robinson, top 10, Devontae Parker. Another guy who is in a lot of waiver wires. Um, DJ like, Chark. Yeah, so, yeah, it is definitely possible. John it's, Brown. You do, you do kind of want. Like a Hopkins, uh, or a, yeah, or yeah. A, a like big you, time. You, you do you want, want a somebody. big time wide receiver, correct? But if you want to, if you want to stream your yeah. second wide receiver, it is definitely possible. So, so I 100% agree with you. I think in the past we've looked at the running back and the tight, uh, the running back and the wide receiver position as positions that you want to draft and you want consistency at. But I yeah. think as we move along and offenses change and stuff gets more fluid at the wide receiver position you can and i want to see if this fluidity continues into next season because i remember last year and the year before we knew who the good tight ends i mean the good wide receivers were we knew who they were yeah and uh now we just don't and it's this year was a little it was a little bit weird and there was it was up and down so i want to see if next year you start to see that difference uh in i guess like seeing top players actually perform at a top level. Like Hopkins half the season didn't even perform well. Yeah. So seeing those players actually play at the level that we know they're capable of, like Michael Thomas had 294 fantasy points in half PPR. There was like four wide receivers last year that did that. But the second guy on this list had 233. So it's like, it's like to me, I think you're going to see more guys do that next year. But, you know, I think it's becoming more likely and more reasonable to start streaming guys at the wide receiver position. So I would get a wide receiver one, a big-time guy. And if you don't have a wide receiver two or you don't have a solid wide receiver two, a guy that has success, uh, you can get one on the waiver wire. And it's like you see Allen Robinson through 16 weeks be number 10 
Devontae yep. and Allen Robinson, I believe, was drafted, but Devontae Parker He was he was available though in a lot of leagues. Right. Devontae Parker was number eleven. He's a DJ Chark out there, John Brown. So th- these these guys these are guys you can pick up. I thought Chark I mean, I thought Parker was higher than eleven. Right. But then you saw on a week to week basis. Like just random wide receivers doing good. Yeah, yeah. Emmanuel Sanders had a big week. Uh I mean I can't go through them all, but right. there were there were a lot of guys from right. a week to week. He's like I just can't mentally just put you. Through no, that. I mean I don't. I have a bad memory, but no, I need I need it in front of me. But it's I do remember totally that Manuel Sanders because they happened against me. Yeah. Um. But no, there were a lot of guys that would go off like one week. Like you, you could see them have a good matchup, uh, and then boom, they'd get Jamison Crowder or Robbie Anderson, right, two right, Jets right, receivers right. that week to week. Yep. They could go off and get twenty plus points if you knew. You know, they had a good matchup or whatever. Right. So that you could plug them in. So yeah, there are a lot of guys that you could do that with. Right. I think I think you gotta you gotta flow with the fantasy football changes. And uh Times I are always evolving. Time you know? yeah, yeah. The, the the game itself is always evolving evolving. And I think you have to evolve with it. If you're just stuck in the old school trend of doing things one particular way you're just gonna you're gonna lose like drafting your whole team and sticking with it right right <laughs> yeah which if i did i would want no uh but anyway um yeah i think it's very possible to stream wide receivers i think this year is a great year to i, I might even take a whole league and just try to do it and see what happens um and see if it and actually just draft like four running backs and right then. right and see if it actually works you know yeah. what i mean um obviously it's harder because you can't stream two wide receivers but um, you need at least one really good yeah, guy, but yeah. if you need if you need a you know a wide receiver at your wide receiver two slot, and you're struggling with that position, you might be able to get a wide receiver one performance off the waiver wire. So oh, we're gonna geez, have to I see. Drop my phone. Wow, dude. Wow. Not the first or the last um, time. So anyway, let's let's move on to our uh, running back and wide receiver regression candidates. We yes. talked about quarterbacks and tight ends on the last show. Oh, let us um, talk about this. Let us talk about this. This is gonna get real freaking interesting um we'll start off with the running back position with mr aaron jones i love aaron jones i love him a lot now we we told you last year he was uh one of our not i guess not breakouts but we thought he was going to finish as a running back one he ended up finishing at very high through 16 weeks as the number two running back uh in fantasy football um he had 69 targets uh, 49 receptions, 1,000 rush yards, 474 receiving yards. So he had around 1,500 all-purpose yards. He had 19 touchdowns with a 6.7% rate. It doesn't matter how many yards you get. If you get 19 touchdowns, you're going to be good regardless. Um, so he had the number one total touchdowns in all of fantasy football, which is shocking considering there was a man by the name of Christian McCaffrey in the league. So I think I think for Aaron Jones, it really is just going to be touchdowns. Like that's going to be the 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 category that regresses um, the most. So I would love to talk about Aaron Jones because I do not like Aaron Jones at all for 2020. Okay, um, we are talking about Aaron Jones, so go ahead. For one, it just happens that that's yes. what we're talking. about. I don't think agreed. I agree with you. I don't think he's going to finish with 19 touchdowns. Yeah, he finishes the number two running back in fantasy. Do you see him finishing in the top five? No, I don't even know if he's going to. He, He'll be like tenth, I think. Maybe. See, I, which is I, that eight, eight man drop off. Um, J- Jamal Williams, who got hurt for a lot of last year. Yeah, there was times during the season that 
Uh, Matt LaFleur was talking about using Jamal Williams more and splitting snaps with the two of them yeah. and potentially having a split backfield. And even in the playoffs, we saw Jamal Williams get a lot of work and, and Aaron Jones sitting on the sidelines a lot. Right. I just don't trust that. I think I totally I totally agree with you. I hate I hate and and this is just it's the NFL. It's what you're going to get now. You know what I mean? And not not always, especially with those top 5 even, guys. I might even be fading my dude Zeke a little bit because of wow. that. Wow. And I mean if he's in the 3rd round like he is be, being projected right now by fantasy football calculator. Who? Who? Zeke? Ezekiel Elliott 304. 3rd round? Yeah, dude. I'm all bo- I'm on board. I'm, right, I'm well, doing yeah, it. Then, yeah. <laughs> I did that yesterday like all set. But anyway, I think for me, like right now, Aaron Jones is 209, according to the fantasy football calculators. AD. He's higher than Zeke. Think about that. He's t- yeah. So he, he's, been, he's very high. He's going to be a guy that might even go up that list as the season approaches. He probably will. But you see that, you see that split back situation where they want to go with Aaron Jones for sure. And so it's like, to me, I mean, they want to they go with a split back system for sure. Running back by committee, RBBC, like they're going that direction. And so to me, you're going to see Aaron Jones have these really big weeks. Now, is he the red zone running back? For sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, does he score 19 touchdowns again? No. No. So I think, I think and especially with Devontae Adams actually playing a full season yeah. too, there's going to be a lot more in terms of uh, we're just we're just over here regressing the entire Packers <laughs> team right now except for Devontae Adams, but uh, yeah, Jones is just it, it. He can't keep it up. You know what I mean? No. The efficiency was out of this world. I mean, let's look at the top, like the top running backs. Barkley, right. he's by himself. Right. Even even guys that aren't by themselves, like Zeke. I mean, he's clearly better than Tony Pollard, and he's clearly gonna get more snaps. Right. Like way more snaps. It'll be like eighty to twenty, I think. Right. Christian McCaffrey, obviously, he's the guy. Yeah. Aaron Jones, even Derrick Henry, he's clearly the guy. Like, De- Deion Lewis is not challenging him for anything except maybe a couple catches. Right. Aaron Jones is the guy, but it's not an 80-20 or 90-10 for the snaps, for splitting it. Yeah. It might be like a 60-40. Now, I think for, for me, what, what you're also seeing is I'm trying to get my spreadsheet's way too freaking big. I don't think Aaron Jones is going to be Half bad. Half PPR but... fantasy points per touch for Aaron Jones. Ready for this? You ready for this? I don't think I am. It was uh, 1.2. 1. Yeah, 1.02, which is the second 1. highest. 1.02? Which is second highest in the league behind a man only other than Austin Eckler, who's a receiving back. So, so you know why that is, though. It's big plays in the passing game. Yeah, right. So for, for Aaron Jones to have a 1.2 fantasy point per touch and only have – 1500 you know all purpose yards is just it's insane uh so it's it's all going to come yeah, down yeah. to it's all going to come down to how many touchdowns he scores next sure, year yeah. and he's going to regress in that category 209 yeah, I'm not, okay with that. That's not awful, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. I made it sound like I've been very against Aaron Jones, which I am, but I'm against him for being like the second running back in fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. Right. I'm not. I'm not saying don't draft him or anything. We're gonna have to see because I really do believe like guys like Alvin Kamara and obviously like Nick Chubb is getting drafted. Really I think Kamara is gonna have a better year than he did last year. But of if, course. But I think it just depends on what people really believe. Like. 
do people believe that he's Jones is better than Melvin Gordon, Josh Jacobs, Leonard Fournette, Joe Mixon? I mean, he might you know, be. Stuff like that. He yeah. might be. But if that's the case, then he's getting drafted as the seventh running back off the board, which is for early second round. You know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. Or, or late first. So to me, it's like, do I want to draft Aaron Jones in the first round? No. Absolutely not. I Well, as the offseason goes along, we'll figure out if we want to put him in the bust category. But I, yeah. it's going to be tough. So let's move on to the next guy. Had to put him on this list. Let's see. I wonder who he chose I for running wonder. backs that he thinks is going to regress. Uh, hmm, I wonder. only one man. If you listen to this show, you know there's only one guy. Derek Henry. <laughs> now, do you agree with this one? No. Okay, so coming out of the playoffs, everyone well, was okay, so, so maybe a little bit. They ripped their pants off. There was arguments, and I want to take you back to this because I watched all the Titans playoffs games with you. Yes. And you said Derrick Henry might be the best running back in the NFL. I said might, okay. That doesn't mean I said he definitively is. <laughs> I heard he, that, and I was like, I have to walk out of the room he, and come back. And he was, I was, like, he was no. playing like the best running he back. He was playing very good, yeah, yeah. He was playing like the best. That doesn't mean he is, but he, at the time, he was playing like the best running back in the NFL. So I was a little bit taken back by that, and a lot of people had the same sentiment because I thought you were just like overhyping. And uh, a lot of people had the same sentiment. Derrick Henry, by the way, 210 is where he's getting picked. So the same right, as like Aaron right around Aaron Jones, which is not a bad spot. How um, is Zeke going in the third round? I don't know. I got, it's probably because of Mike McCarthy, to be honest with you. Real people are watching. But Derrick Henry led the league in rushing yards, ain't going to repeat that. So he'll regress in that category. Receiving yards, he had 206. Definitely going to regress in that category. Well, for sure. He only had 18 receptions last year, and one of those receptions was 78. Of uh, 78. Okay, so the yards might. Yards. Yeah, the yards might. But like, <laughs> like after, first so, first game of the season, you went off. You're like Derrick Henry, and he had one catch for 78 yards and a touchdown. Um, and everyone's like, "Oh, he can catch the ball." I'm don't like, you no, think though? Can. There's some like argument to the fact that nope. What were you going to say? Sorry, I just needed to say no. That Derrick Henry, like, the Titans saw what they were able to do when they just gave him the ball. Yeah. They go into this year and just feed him. I I actually don't disagree with you on that. I think they'll continue to feed him. He had 303 carries. It's not, like, any different from what he did the season before. Here's here's what, to me, is going to be the difference. Does everyone know what the Titans are going to do now? That is true, yeah. But I mean that didn't Just stop. Give it to Denver. That didn't stop know, the Panthers. I know that. I know or that. Or like other teams. No, I mean w- that have a great running back. Yeah, but see, here's here's the difference. Are you worried about Derrick Henry in the passing game? No. No, but you're not going to leave him alone either. Uh, no, no, you're not even covering him. That's oh, see, I don't know about that. See, most teams aren't even covering him because he's that bad. Like it's not something you look at and go, which. They can use to their advantage, but like I said, you take that one seventy-eight yard reception away. He had seventeen receptions for like one hundred and forty yards, which is like an average of like, I don't know, two yards, yeah, one yard. I don't even know. So that's terrible. That's awful. I think teams would still put a guy on them. They just don't even look to like. I, I to me, I, I don't think they even bother with it. But if if he's here's the thing. This is what this is the point I make. Football's a game of chess. If you're playing the Tennessee Titans and you see Derrick Henry on the field, you're thinking run. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. If definitely. you see Deion Lewis sure. on the field or the second it's running pass. back, it's passed. Right. So for me, Derrick Henry, he's going to get 303 touches. Anybody that gets that many touches, or anybody finish. that gets over 300 touches, should be on a fantasy team as a starting running back for yep. your team. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the big question is, and the big thing for me is that I don't think he's going to be as efficient as he was this year. I. That's why I thought he was going to be a bust. 
A, I didn't think he was going to get nearly as many touches as he did just because 300, running, yeah. 300 rushes is a lot of rushes. But not only that, I didn't think he was going to reach 5.4 yards per touch. And that's or, or 4.7 yards per carry. So where did he finish? Fifth? Fourth? Uh, no, he finished. Let me just look. Hold on. Through 16 well, weeks. Because in, we, in week 16, 16 weeks, he had he, Derek Henry, like 40 points. So. Uh, where are you, Derek? There he is. He finished sixth. So yeah, like in week in week sixteen, he had forty points. I yeah, think he finished right. third in that. I think I think uh-huh. the big thing is too is he was number two in the NFL in touchdowns, eighteen of them. So does that change in terms of next year? I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe but, he gets fifteen may, small regression. Yeah, he still he'll still get a lot. I just don't think he's going to be as good. Now I'm not saying he's going to be a bust. Like last year, I came out straight sure. and I was like he was going to be a bust. Yeah. I'm, I just think I think he's going to be. RB9, RB10, RB11, RB12 in that category. That's not, yeah, that's not awful. I was thinking just, like RB7, RB8. Just because when you looked at Derrick Henry during the regular season, mm. right, he was he was a guy that, because in those playoff games, he's like 200 yards, whatever. But he was a guy that got 80 yards a game, roughly 70, 80 yards a game on the ground generally. Maybe sometimes he'd catch a passing run for three right. yards. But, uh, so he would get 70 to 80 yards, and then it just all depended on the touchdowns. And uh, it was it's the same situation with Mark Ingram. You know what I mean? You, you, I don't know if we talk about him a little bit later, but um, we do not. Wow, I didn't put him on this list. But anyway, his his big thing was eight eight total, you know, like he would get eight total fantasy points in a game, and then if he cracked the touchdown threshold once, he had 15 fantasy points, he had a good week, cracked it again, he would have 24 fantasy points. You know what I mean? Like I, I just really, I really think that, He's gonna get, you know, he's gonna regress a little bit in the yardage category, but it's all gonna come down to whether he scores touchdowns. I don't think he's gonna score as many touchdowns as he normally did. You also have to realize, hey, who's the quarterback gonna be? So I was gonna ask you this because I am curious. What if if it's Tannehill? You probably like same, right? You would say he's finishing like tenth. I still there. haven't decided if Tannehill's gonna be good next year or not. So <laughs> yeah, I, know, I have I no idea. I, I really don't know. What if they get if, Brady? If Tannehill can't move the ball like he did in Miami, mm-hmm. like wait, where he just was bad. If he goes back to being bad next year, it hurts. Henry, it hurts yeah. Henry a lot. What about if they get Brady? If they get Brady, I, I mean, it, maybe, maybe. Does that help or hurt? I mean, I think it helps. I don't know about how much. Like, I, I think don't think it's the it, same. I think it's not any. Different. I think I think it only helps because I honest to God think he's ex- Tom Brady. Well, literally, who would you rather have? Anything for well, the Titans. So it's the same thing. Here's here's what I'll say. The diff- I actually agree with you for the most part, but what I'll say the difference between Tannehill and Brady is, yeah. even at this point in their careers. Is Brady's gonna see a defense and be like, oh, if we run it here, Henry's gonna, oh, yeah, 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 gonna yeah, get an eighty yeah, yard yeah, run. Yeah, yeah. So he's gonna audible right, right, and change right. the play. Yeah. So I do think it'll help Henry in that sense, but by him actually like his actual play, I don't know if it'll make right. too much of a difference. I think he's gonna slip. But that's you know, me, my Henry my Derek Henry hatred. Okay. Uh number three on this list is Chris Carson. Now I toiled with this, but you just threw him right on the list. I did. And I was like, Wow, dude, why don't we just slow your well, freaking First of all, roll. we need three guys. So that's true. Um, so Chris Carson last year, he had a very good season. He was um, solid, yeah. Ninth. I think, I think for I just want to go by averages because he did miss a lot of time. Um, he finished as who the heck is Wes Hills? I Fifth string know. running back for the Detroit Lions. Good, good for him. Uh, Chris Carson was uh, 14 fantasy points a game, which was in the ballpark of like an RB eight. Yeah. Roughly. So. So. With Carson, like that's a good season. I don't, I don't think he's gonna be an RB one again. Um, the reason that I, this one I could be wrong with, like next year he could. 
I could see Carson also finishing it the exact same as he did this past year. Yeah. It's like the RB8. But I, I think that he is coming off. We talked about in our last show his in the news with his injury. Yeah. Um, he has a hip injury. He is supposed to play in week one, but a hip injury for a running back is not good. Right. Um, they have Rashad Penny on that team who they like yeah. a lot. And I think they're going to use him more. Okay. Like They did in spurts last year. Um, and this year, I think they're going to fully commit to like the, I hate to say it, but the dual running backs, yeah, the RBBC. Ugh. I do. I I think they're going to do it. Um, and with think, Carson's, I don't think I don't think what's his name wants to though. Pete Carroll. Yeah. Well, so I don't think they'll. they'll so they won't do it like most teams where both guys get like twelve carries or whatever. I think yeah. what they'll do is like a week to week they'll switch up who gets more carries, right? Which would stink for fantasy owners. Um. So I could easily see that as well. Right. And with Carson's injuries, I like he's an injury away from Penny just taking that job. Oh, you know, I'll say he's a fumble away. He's a fumble away. He's an injury away. <laughs> Whatever, so man. I think Carson, this one is tricky because I do think Carson, if he stays healthy, like there is a chance that he is the same yeah. player as he was last year. Here's, here's, here's the other thing that you have to consider too. He's not really super involved in the passing game. He had 37 receptions. Um, on 46 targets, which is not bad. It's not great. But he had 1,400 total yards last season. Um, how many games did he miss? That's like three, I think. So he had about 17 Twitter. receiving yards a game and 82 rushing yards. Um, yeah, rushing yards a game, which is right around 90 to 100 yards a game. So if that's the case, you're getting 10 fantasy points there. The big thing is that he was number 10 in touchdowns. And he only had nine touchdowns, two point nine percent touchdown rate, which is not good. No, and not I, off. I, no, not that's not bad, but not for an RB one. Yeah, so I think I think for me, when you look at him next next year, if he does get the same amount of opportunities, because he had two hundred seventy eight carries and thirty seven catches, so he had over three hundred touches. Yeah. So if he touches the ball over three hundred times again going into next season gets 1,500 yards, and then maybe adds six or seven more touchdowns, he could actually be a solid RB1. The question is, like you said, does he continue to own that job and take it away from Penny? And I think what we all forget is how good Rashad Penny was in the absence of uh, Chris Carson and even when they when they were no, together. No, I know, yeah, he, yeah so exactly. I think I think that showed them something, and you're right. If he, he had – I can't remember how many um, – let me see if I can see how many fumbles he had last he year. He had a lot, especially in the beginning of the season. But he was – he was yeah, he had a lot, especially in the beginning of the season, and, and they were very much ready to – like you thought it was crazy, but they were very much ready. Yeah, to go to, to Penny. To go to Penny full time. So I think you're not wrong. If they go to Penny, that's going to be a horrible draft investment. Horrible. Oh, for drafting Chris Carson? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. So, uh, Chris Carson right now is getting drafted at 311. Yeah, see, like, imagine um, you draft him at 311 and then, yeah, and then he just week two, Penny's the, himself. the now, guy. Now, he's in the same spot as he was last year. And so, for a guy that spent most of the season as a high, like a mid to high end RB1. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, obviously to fall off and get hurt and, you know, a lot of different stuff happened for Chris Carson. Um, It does make you think... Like, is he worth the investment in the third round? You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. It just it's tough. Like, because if you draft him in the third round and then he just completely poops himself and Penny takes over, then you're sitting there looking at a David Johnson situation where, you know, you get a guy who's completely worthless for most of the season. Yeah. Um, so I, I just don't know. I I to me I, 
agree and disagree with you at the same time because I'm confused. I don't know what's going to happen with Chris Carson. Fair enough. Uh, let's move on to the wide receivers. Chris Godwin is the first one on our list. I love you, Chris Godwin. Do I think he's going to still have – like, he's probably going to score, to me, I think, slightly less um, the slightly less fantasy points as he did last year. So, like, he scored 233 last year. I think he scores somewhere in the ballpark of, I want to say – Let's let's go by averages because he only played in fourteen games, but um, I think he'll I think he'll average more around fourteen fantasy points per game than seventeen. You know, yeah. Um, so if that's the case, he's more like a low end wide receiver one than a high end wide receiver. You know, right? I one. mean, I mean, I think Godwin had a fantastic year last year. They threw the ball a lot. Yeah, they always a do. lot. Well, so if if but, Rivers <laughs> signs the Buccaneers, you think they're gonna throw the ball that much? Hells to the no. I don't think so. What, is that, what does that mean? Hells to the no, no. I don't know. Yeah. I've heard it oh, many times, but I'd be real with you. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, Chris Godwin finishing number two, though. Like, I think he's good. And he, he had a real breakout year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is he number two? No. In fantasy? Like, no. Devontae Adams plays a full season. DeAndre Hopkins catches a few more touchdowns and goes back to DeAndre Hopkins. Juju Smith-Schuster maybe comes back and... I mean, depends on who his quarterback is, but you know, has a, has a full season, healthy season with a new quarterback that isn't Mason Rudolph. There's a lot of guys that. Right. Oh, there's the timer. Oh man, I thought I had it on mute. <laughs> you do that every time. That basically means that we're over 25 minutes. Continue. Oh yikes. Um, I don't even remember what I was saying. But there is there there is a lot of receivers that could hop above Chris Godwin. Uh, I think he'll be top 10 for sure if Winston stays then I even think he might even have a chance to stay in the top five. Like maybe like fifth, like low end of top five. But yeah. Um, but that's a big if because so, I, I don't think Winston is staying. But Right now Godwin is going as the seventh to ninth wide receiver off the board. That's fine. I'm taking him there. At 201. Because I think, I think he'll be like five to ten. I don't know why wide receivers are getting drafted so high. 201 and he's... No, Michael Thomas 104, DeAndre Hopkins 107. Adams one oh nine, Juju one one ten, Juju's Evans, still that high. Evans really. and Hill are uh tied at one eleven. And uh Odell's one twelve and Julio's one twelve. So Odell and Juju should not This be is that obviously high. going to change it. But yeah. I think Godwin as the season approaches is probably gonna get drafted more in s- the fifth or sixth, which is a second round wi- second round wide receiver, which I'm not on board with. Um I just can't I can't get on that bandwagon. I know he's probably going to get more targets and and um and you know opportunity than right. Mike Evans, but I just can't I don't know, I just can't jump on the train. I think he's going to I agree with you. I think he's going to regress. I don't think yeah. he's undraftable. Like I said, Oh gosh, no, no. Yeah, he's he's, he's Especially if he's the eighth receiver like off said, the board or whatever. Busts, it is. But he had he had just he had, finishing number 2 among wide receivers. See, now my biggest thing is that and we've talked about this before. Quarterbacks, I mean, wide receivers have to have 150, 160 targets in order to get into that top three range. Yep. And he had 119 last year. I don't think that increases. I actually think it probably, if it does, it's like 125. Yeah. I think it stays right around the same. If that's the case, I'm you're going to see Chris Godwin fall down a little bit on in terms of where he finishes. Um, I think I think it's a, it's a, a probably an eight to twelve wide receiver finish for him. Is is where we're safe to. Um, you think it's gonna be eight to twelve? Yeah, it's it's a safe range to put him. I think I think if Winston comes back, he'll be five to ten. Yeah, 
Um, and then if Philip Rivers or somebody sends there, it'll be like eight to twelve. Yeah. So I I agree with you. I love you, Chris Godwin, but <laughs> you're going to regress. Yes. Um, Kenny Galladay is the next guy on our list. Uh, we saw a lot of weird crap with Kenny Galladay last year. I know year. he was so. Inconsistent. It was like it was like good week, bad week, good week, bad week, and when he was good. The other good. Marvin Jones was bad, and when he was bad, Marvin Jones was good. Yeah. So Galladay had an up-and-down season. His inconsistency is definitely there. Right now he's going as the 12th wide receiver off the board at 207, which is a very I'm solid taking him area. There. Yeah, 12th. Yeah, I, yeah would, sure. I would definitely take him there. But So he finishes number five, correct? Yeah. I don't see him finishing in the top five this year unless Matt Stafford has, like, an MVP season. Yeah. Which, I mean, he was playing right. very well last year. Now, but, we talked but, about a couple months ago. I mean, uh, not a couple months ago, but before when we were talking about Kenny Galladay last season that we definitely believe he could probably be a, a high-level yeah. asset this year. But there's also the other side of it that you have to look at, and there's the regression category. He played in all 16 games and only had 116 targets. Right. Another well, guy, so so another. you could make the argument though that's because he had three different quarterbacks. I would like to know Fair. what it was through the first like five weeks. Um, or whatever Stafford to, played. You want me to pull that stat? No, do butt. not. Don't do that. That's gonna take too much. I'll effort. do some tricks for you. <laughs> um, but so what my thing is Kenny Galladay is, I think, kind of what I mentioned with Godwin. There's a lot of receivers that didn't have good years or were injured or whatnot that I think yeah. will finish in the top five, which will automatically bump him back a few spots. Yeah. And then plus, I think you're going to call me crazy on this one, but I I think the Hawk is going to get more involved in the offense. Okay. No, I'm not, Maybe not take some targets. Thought. Maybe take some targets. Not a lot, but yeah, um, I, I think he's just right. like, there's a lot I, of weapons in that offense. Uh, they, they throw to the running back sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvin Jones is obviously still there. So I do think God, uh, Kenny Galladay will be good. Like maybe 10. Yeah. Like I think he'll finish around ten. I agree with you. I think I think he'll probably finish with 120 targets and finish in that eight to twelve range. Similar too. to what he did this past year, yeah. to be honest. Like right. he'll have good weeks, bad weeks. Yeah. So I, I don't disagree with you there. Um let's talk about our final wide receiver and then wrap up the show. Sure. Cooper Cup. Now this guy, uh <laughs> he had a season I just typed in Amari Cooper's name uh on our little search engine here and <laughs> That's not what I wanted. You wanted a Cooper Cup. Um, but I think I think for me, Cooper Cup had a very good season last year. He finished, I think, as the wide receiver six. Um, if you calculate it through all 17, he finished as like a top three wide receiver. So yeah, he, he was, was he was very, very good last year. At certain points he was a, he was he was the wide receiver one, and then other times he was just a complete garbage can. So um I think it's it's tough for me with this guy because I we we both love him. Correct. He's Last get, year he was gonna... I was so on the Cooper Cup train. Yeah. It was ridiculous and everybody laughed at me, but I was very That's high on the true. train. Uh, so he is going to get between 130 140 targets. I do believe that. Um, he yeah. had 134 last year. So I think I think he could be a little higher than Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay, and and finish not too far off from where he was. But I do think. That offense was terrible. If they're planning on moving on from Todd Gurley, that means they're kind of and and I I think Andrew Whitworth is retiring. I could be wrong. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, I think he isn't he already retired. I don't know. He he so just came back last. Here's year. my problem with Cooper Cup. Who again last year was my favorite guy. Love Cooper Cup. I still love him. 
as a player, I still, you know, I love Cooper Cup, all that stuff. Yeah. They might be adding a tight end. They u- right. started using tight ends more. Brandon Cooks missed, like, I mean, he was healthy for a lot of games. It didn't matter, but mm-hmm. he still missed a lot of time. Right. Um, there's a lot of weapons in that offense that is starting to struggle. Like, let's be real. They were mediocre last year. Right, right. They might have a bounce back year, but, I mean, how good is Jared Goff to Jared really Goffrey. make them an elite offense? Yeah. So, for me, I still love Cooper Cup, but I just think there's too many right. too many weapons, uh, too many factors, which will make make him not be a top five. Or what, what did he finish, number three? Number, number three in 17 weeks. So, yeah, I don't I don't see him finishing in the top three at all. And then, yeah. again, what I've said with the other two guys, the amount of receivers that didn't play full seasons or right, right, right. just had down poor se- – or just had down years yeah. that will slide into the top five, that I think. Yeah, so. I agree. I, I definitely agree. I don't. He didn't get as much yardage, but that's expected from a slot receiver. Yeah. Um, he had 10 total touchdowns, which is very good. So he's a he's a talented wide receiver. Again, I think he's I, in the same boat as yeah. Godwin and now I think he probably ends in that yeah, that eight to twelve range. Yeah. Um there's a chance that Cooper Cup, the position that he plays is very physical. So Yeah, that, getting, that too. When yeah. you're getting pounded Injury by history two hundred and forty well. pound Correct, linebackers, yeah. it gets difficult. So I think you could see maybe an injury or two for him as well, which would also push him down the board. So he is going 210, which is not a spot where I hate taking him. But How many receivers are ahead of him? 13. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'll, so, take, yeah, I'll, I'll take him. I for yeah. sure would take him. Uh, like guys like Cortland Sutton, DJ Moore getting taken ahead of him. So that's a little bit Yeah, crazy. no, I would, I would take him. But uh, anyway, Cup. so I definitely like Cooper Cup going into next season, but I just... That top three finished through 17 weeks, so that top five finished through uh, 16 games or, or uh, 15 week, uh, 16 weeks. I'm sorry, um, is is definitely worth it. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's possible for him to regress, and not not significantly, but enough for people to feel it at the end of next season. Right, like they'll just see that he finished third, and then see that he finished right. like eighth this next year, and be right. like, whoa, what? Yeah, so it should be interesting to see what happens. But all these guys, I can't. I'd be willing to draft. I like all. all yeah, yeah I literally. That's that's kind of where I'm at. Is like I literally would be willing to draft every single one of them. Right. No, I think all these guys, I I definitely take. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, that'll do it for the fantasy champions fantasy football podcast. Don't forget to check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Uh, Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and we'll talk to you on Thursday, Tuesday, Fantasy Champs. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube, and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.